Dear Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for the gift of life. We ask that you will teach us your word once again today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, as we are looking at the subject, how to be led by the Spirit of God, we are asking that you open our eyes to your word and you will teach us how to be led by your Spirit, how to know your voice, how to recognize your voice, how to walk according to the dictate of your voice. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Before I go further, you know this is the first time you are joining this podcast because we are going to be doing a lot of prayers as we proceed, as we go ahead. I'm going to be taking some prayer points. I am not born again. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Or you are born again, you must lead it, and you want to return back to God. Quickly say this word of confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I open my heart to you. I know I am a sinner. Please, Lord, forgive me my sin. Cleanse me with your most cleansing blood. I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my God and be my Savior. I believe you died for my sin. I rose for my justification. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I repent today. Cleanse me with your most cleansing blood. And do any mean from this day forward. Be my Lord. Be my God and be my Savior. And grant me grace to sin no more. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Father Lord, I pray for as many that have confessed you as Lord and Savior today. Please, Daddy, forgive all their sins in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Write their name in the book of life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grant them grace and mercy to serve you faithfully until the end in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. None of you will miss heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Please, beloved, get your Bible, read the word of God, and know it for your own good. The Holy Spirit is right living in you. Read your Bible, believe the word of God, and obey it. And ask the Lord to lead you to a local church where you will serve Him faithfully until the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. You are welcome on board. We are looking at how to be led by the Spirit of God. There are so many series of this message that will come out. We are going to have part one, two, part three. If possible, part four and five. I want us to follow carefully. Today, now we're going to be doing a kind of introduction to it. There are some certain things we need to know before we can be taught how to actually be led by the Spirit of God. We're going to be taking our test from the book of John. I mean, our memory verse, yes. From the book of John, chapter 10, 4 to 5. From the book of John, chapter 10, 4 to 5. And we shall also be taking our case study in the book of Psalm 29, verse 4 to 9. Don't forget this. We are going to be reading these scriptures each time we are about to start this so, number one, let me start first and foremost with the memory verse of this teaching. It's taken from the book of John chapter 10, 4 to 5. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice, and a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not 
the voice of strangers. Please try and memorize that John chapter 10, verse to 5. That's a memory verse and the case study, which is our text is taken from Psalm 29. I'll start reading from verse 3 to 9. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundered. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, and Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. Verse 7. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Verse 9. The voice of the Lord maketh the hills to calf and discovereth the forest. And in his temple does everyone speak of his glory. Praise the name of of the Lord. So we're going to be reading this scripture in each part of this study. Like I said, today is like an introduction to how to be led by the Spirit of God. Knowing the voice of God to me is one of the most greatest assets any man can ever possess in this life. When a man of God or a child of God can recognize and know precisely what God is saying, he or her problem is more than half soft. That is the truth. It is one thing to know the voice of God is even another thing to run with the voice of God and to recognize the same voice. Some, by the grace of God, know what God is saying. But their greatest problem is how to hold on to what God is saying. By the special grace of God, Every born child of God must know and understand the voice of God. Or when God is speaking to them. That is according to John 10, 4-5. Where we have just read. What God is saying here is very simple. It's about you. It's whosoever that is born again that have access to this. And this is just too wonderful for me. I'm telling you. Let's look at it. Based on these very scriptures anyway, on no account any child of God should have reasons for not knowing the voice of God. Before we go further, take this prayer point. Like I told you, we are going to be taking some prayer point. Pray like this. Any powers of darkness that will not allow me to know and follow the voice of my God be destroyed out of my life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Any power of darkness that will not allow me to know, to recognize, and to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit be destroyed by the blood of Jesus Christ out of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Now, let us look at what God says in this scripture of John 10, 4-5. Number one, he said, He put forth his own sheep, he put them forth. Two, he goes before them. Three, the sheep followed him. 
You will follow God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will follow God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of God. It's a covenant relationship. You must know that. So when the Bible says you follow him, it means you have no choice than to follow him. So any power that wants to stop us from following our goal, be burned and be cast out of our life. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Number three, the sheep follow him. Four, the sheep know his voice. Have you said that? Yeah. The sheep know his voice. That is the word of God for you. Number five, the sheep will not follow strangers. Talking about Satan and his demons there. Number six, he said the sheep will flee from strangers' voice. May you from this day flee from strangers' voice in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive grace to flee from strangers' voice in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace also to flee from the voice of strangers in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, number seven, he said, the voice of stranger we did not follow. Consider that John chapter 10, 4 to 5 is loaded. This is God's promise for you and I vis-a-vis the leading of the Holy Spirit. So on no account, anybody will say, I don't hear God. I don't know. You must know it. We are going to use this scripture to pray fervently as we proceed in this teaching. This is your covenant right, like I've said. In knowing and following the voice of God. So anything that will not allow you to enjoy this birthright has to be destroyed out of your life. Knowing the voice of God, recognizing His voice, following His voice is your birthright. And I pray for you. Any power that wants to stop you from, have, from having the full dose and total and complete enjoyment of this very birthright be crushed out of your life, be crushed out of my life, be crushed out of our life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mind you, it's a sheep. If you are the sheep of God, not goat this time around, God says, you know his voice. Follow his voice. And that the voice of stranger, you will not follow in the name of our Lord Jesus. To say that and hold on fast unto it, I pray with it until you see the reality of it both in your life and ministry. You must do that. You must do that. This is an introductory stage, introductory stage of this teaching. So I want to listen carefully. One of the greatest servants and grace of God, I personally, I am enjoying the ministry today, is the grace and the ability to discern Follow and hold on to his voice. To me. This has made me to be very bold and courageous in all that I do. You will be bold and you will be courageous when you know exactly what God wants you to do. It's people that don't know what God wants them to do that is oftentimes full of fear. They are, they, they, they are not sure of what they are doing. But the Bible says, He that is from above is above. Or when the voice comes from above to you, you are a dynamite loaded to explode somewhere else as God will lead you. So, knowing the voice of God has so many benefits, we also look at that as we proceed. Now, based on that Psalm 29, verse 3 to 9, which is telling us about the voice of God. We are still going to look at that, 
the attribute of the voice of God. We will get there. Now, what is the voice of God we are talking about? The voice of God is simply the thought of God to us. It's the heartbeat of God to me and to you. It's simply the desires, plans, purposes of God ordained for our glory before the foundation of the world. The voice of God is the compass or steering of our lives that will take us to our destination through the destiny vehicle. Don't forget, I said the voice of God is the compass or steering of our life that will take us to our destination through the vehicle of our destiny. It is nothing but God's perfect will manifesting itself in all areas of our lives. The voice of God is the Spirit of God ruling, controlling our lives, doing the work of God as if God himself is doing it. Don't forget that. The voice of God is the Spirit of God ruling, controlling our life, doing the work of God, doing the work of God through us as if is God himself doing it. You know that? That is, is the voice of God walking through us, doing the work of God as if God himself is present, doing exactly what he wants us to do. Do you understand that? So we are standing in his place. We are standing as an ambassador, doing exactly what he would have been doing if he had been here in the flesh. So you must understand it. Why the voice of God, you don't toy with it, you don't joke with it. You must know it, you must recognize it, you must hear it clearly. It's your best right. Receive that grace now. The mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's go for that. The Bible is the voice of God to the body of Christ. In obeying it, we are simply obeying God. There are many things we need to do for God that cannot be traced to the Bible. This is why seeking and knowing His voice and will on many issues is very, very important. Very, very vital. For instance, I want to get married now. The name of your wife that you're going to get married to is not only written in the Bible. Though there are so many Christians in the Bible, but you don't know it. You have to pray and seek the face of God and let God speak to you. Who exactly is your wife? So there are so many things in the Bible, there are so many things that are known in the Bible that we must know them through the voice and the leading of the Holy Spirit. For instance, now, the New Testament believers are to be guided and led by the Spirit of God and the Word of God. That's the truth. And the angels of God. These leading, these leadings are done in so many ways. In so many ways. Let's open our Bible, for instance, to Romans chapter 8, verse 14 and verse 16. And I told you this is an introductory stage, and you must know what we are trying to do. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The Spirit Himself. Not itself, King James used itself, but God is a third person singular. He said, Now, there, you can't use it for God. It's a person. The Spirit Himself 
bearded witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The children of God. This is telling the church that we are going to be led by the spirit of God. How does he lead us? By witnessing to what? To our own spirit. God witness to our own spirit. This is the standard of how to be guided, of how to be led by the Spirit of God in the New Testament church. Because He will witness to us, He will speak to our spirit, because His Spirit is living in us. The Spirit Himself bearing witness with our own spirit that we are the sons of God. Now, let me ask you the question what does it mean to witness? It means to provide truthful evidence, truthful evidence. Revelation or information to the fact that something is right, correct or wrong. I come again. What does it mean to witness? It means to provide truthful evidence, truthful, genuine evidence or information, revelation to the fact that something is right, correct or wrong. This witness to our spirit by the Spirit of God come to us in so many ways which we are going to discuss one by one as we proceed further, maybe in part two. But before I go into that, I would like to point out to us the flow of divine revelation, the flow of divine communication, that is how God speaks to us, how God speaks to us, how the information flow. From the true room of God. I would like to point it out to all from these stages. The flow of divine communication between us and God. See a subtopic. The flow of divine communication or information between us and God. When God speaks, he speaks to our spirit man. Don't forget that. He speaks to our spirit man. Our spirit man picks the information or the message God is trying to pass across and send it to our mind, the understanding realm of man. Our mind now passes it across to our body for action. What we are saying here is that the flow of divine communication begins actually with God the Father. Speak to God the Son. God the Son, we pick it. Speak to God the Holy Spirit. And God, the Holy Spirit, will do what? We speak to our spirit man. And our spirit man, we pass it to our understanding department of our being, which is our soul or our mind. And our mind will pass it to our body for action. Because you must know that the spirit of God lives on the inside of us. So we know that we know the concept of Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that there are three in one. They are telling him one. But when the father speaks, the son pick it and he pass it across to his spirit. And it was the spirit that is going to pass it across to us. So man on three dimensions. This is another one. Man on three dimensions. We are, going, we are going to discuss it alongside with the flow of divine communication between God and man. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and dwells in body. Don't forget that. That man is a spirit. 
He has a soul and he dwells in our body. With the spirit of man, God contact man. So you must know that. With your spirit, you contact God. And with the soul of man, he contact the intellectual realm. That is the understanding realm of man. Don't ever forget that. And with the body, man contact the physical world. What we are saying is that with our spirit, we contact God. And with our mind, we contact the soul realm. Don't ever forget that. And with your body, you contact the physical world. All this basic foundation is needed for you to understand how to be led by the Spirit of God. What we are seeing here is that it is your spirit that communicates with God. And it is your soul that communicates with your mind. And it is your body that communicates with the physical world. Don't ever forget that. In other words, each time God speaks, we are going to get the scripture for that, that the first Thessalonians 5, 25. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus. I know that he's talking to the church here and talk about our spirit, our soul, and our body. So man is of three dimensions. So three dimensions. In other words, each time God speaks, he speaks directly to the Holy Spirit in the spirit of man. Don't forget that. And the spirit of man will now pick the information of the message and pass it to the mind of man for proper understanding and intelligent analysis. The mind will now pass this information over to the body for action. This is why our mind has to be renewed by the word of God and our body sanctified by his blood so that both can work cooperatively with the spirit of God. Don't ever forget that. Oftentimes, God will pass information to us while we are in the spiritual world, we know everything. As soon as we wake up, somebody will say, oh, I have forgotten, you know, the problem is in your mind. Because that's why they call the mind the battle realm. The mind, they call it the battle realm. It's a place of battle. Because if you, you, your mind is your understanding department of your body, that's where your brain is, that you need to understand things. So when God speaks to your spirit man while you are in, the, in that spiritual world, God speaks to your spirit man, the moment you pass it over to your mind, your mind is to pick it and send that information to your body, and your body reacts. So if your spirit man, or if your mind does not agree with your spirit, it will be very hard for you to be guided by the Spirit of God. But if your mind agree with your spirit man, then the sky can never be your limit. You'll be on top. You'll be able to flow powerfully, triumphantly with God. So that's why your mind will be renewed. The renewal of your mind has to do with your mind agreeing with the Word of God. Your mind must be loaded with the Word because we know that the spirit man is in state of perfection with God. So anything God passed to the spirit man, he pick it easily. So we'll still be talking about the renewal of our mind for us to be guided and to be led effectively 
by the Spirit of God. It is very, very important. First Thessalonians 5, 23, I've read it. It's accurate, talking about the fact that man is of thoroughly dimension. Now I'll take this prayer point. Say, by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, I eternally yoke my body, my soul, to the Spirit of God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My spirit be eternally, be eternally, my spirit, my soul, and my body be yoked to the Spirit of God forever and forever. Be yoked to the Spirit of God forever and forever. Be yoked to the Spirit of God forever and forever. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Spirit of God, take over my soul, take over my spirit, and take over my body. Take over my spirit, take over my soul, take over my body. Control them and release them to you from today onward. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, listen to the analysis of the three of them now. The spirit, the soul, and the body. Number one, the spirit. Spirit, with our spirit, we contact the spirit of God. We are all information and secret of all secret are being revealed to humanity. The source of all information, revelation, messages for empowerment, success and total breakthrough in life. The foundation and bedrock of all the thought and mind of God toward us for greatness and uncommon success both in life and ministry. All reside where in the spirit of God. That is it. So that's why it's our spirit that relate with God as a living being. It's a living being. Don't ever forget that. Number two, with our mind, we contact the soul realm. The soul realm. Don't ever forget that with your mind, you contact your intellectual realm. The mind is another department of man. The realm of understanding and intellectual reasoning. This is the department in man that make it possible for him to understand and know everything about his environment. It's where decisions are being taken in life concerning all issues, whether they are from God or man. It's the realm of information analysis. For decision making. This will make us to understand what the spirit of God is saying to our spirit man. That is the truth. When the spirit of God take over the mind of any man, that person victory and success in life will know no boundary. Just in the same way, a man can be in trouble for life if his mind is taken over by the enemy. Don't ever forget that. When there's somebody, somebody is man or somebody wrong man, it's because the mind has been taken over by the devil. So that man does no longer know what he or she is doing again. Even when he's hitting himself on this, not what he doesn't know. Because that is the consciousness of man to his environment. Just as the spirit man is your consciousness to your environment in the spiritual world. In the spiritual world. Don't ever forget that. It's very, very important that we understand this so that we know how to be guided by the Spirit of God. That's how when God tells you something you forget. You have to speak to your mind to open up and receive the information and bind every spirit that is working against 
your mind that will not allow you to understand exactly what the king of glory is saying. The mind is so powerful, it's the battle realm. Once your mind agrees with the spirit of God, you'll be on top. But if your mind agrees with the flesh, that man goes nowhere. That's what they normally do. They normally attack the mind of people, blind them, so that they will not be able to hear what God is saying clearly. If you look at that, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, talking about the power of the mind, 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of them, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. To send not to them. You see, huh? so he has the power to blind the mind of individuals, even believers today. That's why you must focus on the word of God. Read the word of God. The more you study the word of God, the more your mind will be renewed by the word of God. The more your mind will understand the language of the spirit and begin to pick things of the spirit. So, what you feed your mind with matters a whole lot, will determine the sensitivity of your ability to pick. The message that God is passing across to you, even when your spirit pick it, but now it passed across your mind. That's where there is problem. Often somebody will say, I, dream, I forget. That is the that is the problem. It's just like the three heavens. You know, the 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 the, the, the first heaven we are looking is the atmospheric heaven. The second heaven is the demonic region where Satan still. Why the third heaven is the heaven of heaven. So when God passed information from his throne, which is heaven of heaven, before it will get to rush here, that are under the atmospheric level. The, under the atmospheric heaven, it must pass through the demonic region. So if you are not prayerful, if your information is coming from God, anything is coming from God to reach you, if devil can hijack it in the second heaven. That's what happened to Brother Daniel when his prayer was released as it was coming. The answer, as the answer was coming, the devil hijacked it in the second heaven. That second heaven is a topology of our mind. It's a topology of our mind. So it takes rigor of spiritual warfare for him to overcome through the reinforcement of angel Michael and the formation get to him got to him rather so the same thing has happened when God is giving us information from the spirit from the mind turned to rust so you must make sure your mind is renewed tell this prayer point say Holy Ghost take over my mind I dedicate my mind to you from today on what Take over my mind, push my mind of anything that son of God in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sweet Holy Spirit, push my mind, push my mind, push my mind of wrong information, of wrong activities, push my mind of any form of deposit that will not allow you to hear clearly, to pick information, revelation, message from God. Is that God will drop it in my spirit mind in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ? Push my mind, push my mind, push my mind. Push my mind in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost, take over my mind. Push my mind. Take over my mind. Rule supreme in my mind. Even as I rule supreme in my spirit man. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. The third dimension is the body. Now, we say with the body, we contact the physical realm. That is the truth. With your body, you can sweep, you can carry chair, you can carry table. You can sleep, you can bathe. So that is your body contains the physical world. And that's why it is very, very dangerous when your mind agrees with your body. It's, 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 it's destruction. That is a life of total rebellion and disobedience to God. But when your mind agrees with your spirit, it's talking about a life that is spirit control. 
by the Holy Ghost. Following his fool's step, you touch your feet, you execute decisions making, and finally you carry out all needed projects. Just as the spirit has a voice, so also the mind or soul and the body also has voices. So all of them they have their own voices. So we are entering the teaching gradually now. Just as the spirit has a voice, don't forget. So also the mind or soul and the body, each one of them, they have their distinct voices. They have their distinct voice. So now we are trying to separate the voice of the spirit from the voice of the mind and from the voice of the body. So that when God speaks, you know that this is God. When your mind speaks, you know that this is your mind. And when your body speaks, you know this is your body. Don't ever forget that. It's very, very vital. So that's why we need to establish this fact before we're going to talk about how to be led by the Spirit of God. Because this is where the problem is. Many of us, we don't know when God is speaking. You cannot differentiate between when God is speaking and when your mind is speaking or when your body is speaking. Now, let's go. Number one, the voice of the body. Feeling is the voice of the body. Feeling. That is the voice of your body. When you are feeling something. If, for example, you put injection in your body, you feel it somehow. You hit your leg on the wall. You feel it. They flog you. You feel it. So there's a voice of the body. Feeling is the voice of the body. Maybe your husband and wife, as you want to come together, you begin to have feelings in your body. You know, of sexuality in between the two of you. That is the voice of the body. Don't ever forget. Two, the voice of the mind or soul. This is reasoning or thought. Reasoning or thought is the voice of the soul or the voice of the mind. Reasoning or thought. At the time when you are talking to someone, maybe if, ah, you just hit your head. That's it. Oh, I'm trying to recall. I'm trying to recollect. I'm trying to hear the voice of the soul. It's reasoning and it's thought. That is the voice of the soul or the voice of the mind. And that works effectively with God when the spirit has taken over. Because we are actually coming together to that place. When your mind is well renewed by the spirit of God, then it's very easy for you to pick information that God is telling you directly from the spiritual word. Because you know that words are also taught. And God himself is also word. So God speaks through our thought. Realm. Don't ever forget that. That's why it's very, very vital for your mind to be renewed. Maybe by the grace of God, we're talking about how to renew the mind in the, in, the, in, the, in the part two as we proceed. Before we talk about how to be led by the Spirit of God, you will now understand it very well. It will be very simple. Now I'm trying to lay this basic foundation for you. Now the voice of the Spirit is the voice of conscience. Conscience is the voice of the Spirit. Don't ever forget. We are going to explain further as we explain several ways by which God can speak to us. I don't want this teaching to be too long. So I will be stopping here today. And I believe that God has tremendously blessed you and has also tremendously blessed me. You must understand this basic foundation before you can really understand how to be led by the Spirit of God. Now I pray like this. Say, my mind be renewed by the word of God. My mind be renewed 
by the word of God. My mind, be renewed by the word of God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My mind, be renewed permanently by the word of God. Pray like this. I receive grace to study the word of God, to meditate the word of God, so that my mind can be renewed by his word. I receive grace to study the word, to read the word, to memorize the word, even to teach the word, even to preach the word. The more the word you have, the better for your mind. And the name of our Lord Jesus, I receive grace. I receive grace to study the word of God, to memorize the word of God, to meditate the word of God, to teach the word of God, even to preach the word of God, so that my mind can be solidly renewed by the word of God. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Now let's go to our memory version chapter 10, 4 to 5. Remember, he said he put for his own sheep, he went before them, the sheep follow him. And see, I receive grace from today on to hear clearly the voice of my thought. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace to hear clearly the voice of my God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the sheep know his voice. The sheep will follow him, and strangers they will not follow. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I receive grace from today onward to hear the voice of my God and to follow him consistently in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace to hear the voice of my God clearly and to follow him. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Say, mind blind demons, mind blind demons. They want to blind the eye of my spirit and the eyes of my mind to forget information from God, be banned, lose your grip and hold, be cast out of my life. Be banned, lose your grip and hold, be cast out of my mind. Be banned, lose your grip and hold, be cast out of my spirit, be cast out of my mind. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace to hear clearly from God, once again, possess me, spirit, soul, and body. The grace to hear clearly from God and to follow him, bomba to bomba. Rest mightily upon my life, upon my family, upon my ministry. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rest mightily upon my life, family, and ministry. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen, amen, amen. By the grace of God in part two, we'll now talk about how to renew our mind. How to renew our mind as a stepping stone on how to be guided or led by the Spirit of God. Don't ever forget that. Please, I beg you, share the word of God with as many people as possible. The word means the word. And people need to know how to hear from God. Don't forget our watch word for this month is in the book of John chapter 15, I believe. The Bible says in the book of John 15, 16, it says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and that whatsoever ye shall add the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Receive grace to be an evangelist, to preach the word of God, and that our fruit will abide, and that whatever we ask, we will receive. Don't forget that message. The reasons why we should not blame God. Receive grace to obey the word of God. I also receive grace to obey him. In Jesus' mighty name. Go ahead and share the word with as many people as possible. And don't forget, please live a holy life. Live a holy life. This is end time. Live a holy life. It's not all that I say unto me, Lord, Lord, enter the kingdom of heaven, but those that are doing the will of my Father in heaven. 
study the word of God, know the word of God, and continue to obey Him. In Jesus' mighty name. See you.